So it's um it's a Wednesday morning. How are we in terms of the the squad, both in terms of injured players returning and players who've been away with their countries? Well, touch wood. Um, okay, I think you know with the game yesterday with Wales and, and Ireland seem to to finish well for the for the Bristol City players. So I hope, and I haven't heard anything different. So I think we're in a in a good place. We've just got Amelie playing um the this afternoon at 3 30 so that's the that's the last one out and about and then we should be um we should be all back in by tomorrow ready to to prep for Brighton and Abby Harrison amongst the players who who wasn't available against Leicester anyone likely to be fit for, for Sunday uh no nothing nothing has changed in terms of Abby's return or Fernie's uh or Chloe's or Satsis. So yeah, we are we are in the same same situation we were for, for the last game. How likely do you think Abby's going to be missing for? Uh she should be well, she could be on the pitch running by the end of the week. So hopefully we start to see her by the end of you know, by the end of March for sure. So I know that she's pushing the timeline well. Uh, I know rehab's going well. So hopefully sooner rather than later, but uh probably won't be, you know, for a full game anytime you know, in the next two weeks. I know we haven't got a game next week, but we can use that as good prep for, for getting her back and, and available. Let's talk about the, the game on Sunday. I guess the media and, and the supporters might see it as, as a must-win game. How do you as a coach assess the significance of Sunday's fixture? Yeah, I I feel like they have all been must-win games since Christmas, really, and, and we haven't got to that point, you know. Um I think we had a lot of pressure on ourselves, you know, put put by ourselves really in the last couple of games, especially the Leicester one. I think felt felt pretty a pretty hefty loss because of the type of game it was, some of the errors that we made as well. So I know that a break sometimes feels good when it's international. Um, so hopefully everybody's had a chance to to reflect a bit and then we can push forward. But ultimately, yeah, you know, we we felt at Brighton away that we it slipped away from us a little bit you know that last minute or the last five minutes was was chaotic um and the the cross will probably be something that fills my nightmares for a long time uh that that got that three three two victory for them so you know I know that we came away from there feeling almost angry and frustrated at at that last moment of the game so hopefully we can we can use that in our to our advantage yeah, it was a crazy game against Brighton and, and the five goals conceded against Leicester as well. Have you, how much work has been put on the defensive side of your game going into Sunday? Yeah, it has to be. Um, I mean, in terms of work, we've only had five players in training for last week. So it will be from tomorrow onwards um, that the plan around making sure that we are harder to beat, which we, we've, we've been saying all season, it's not new for us, um, but we need to make sure that it counts now and it goes into a performance and and really, you know, we're, we're running in and needing some points on the board. And the third best supported side in the WSL, what would it mean to give the home fans something to cheer about on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's what we've been trying to do all, all season to this point. You know, we've had some really good games at home, but we haven't been able to to share the points with our home support, which means a lot to us as, as a team and the players. You know, if we could do that, that would be, you know, it would be well-deserved for both the team and the, and the fans as well for following us in this journey. And how do you assess Brighton? I think since playing you, they haven't scored a goal. They've lost all their matches. They've lost Melissa Phillips as well. What kind of test will they bring you on, on Sunday afternoon? 
I, I think it will be quite a fair game, you know, if it goes either way. When we played them away, we had the ball, they did. We both caused each other pro other problems, but they've changed their style a little bit since, you know, a, a little bit more composed um, to play short and then go in behind, whereas they were quite direct before. So, you know, that's something we just need to prepare for. Uh, can we find some some strategies really to to make sure that plays into our hands because we ultimately know that we want to be able to be the team that counter as well so we need to make sure that there's space for us to go and play in and and, and release our quick forwards that, that are finishing well so for us it's about keeping the, the positives from our last few performances which again is that we're scoring goals um, and making sure that we can still tighten up that that defence so that we actually managed to have a decent outcome off of the, the goal scoring that we've been good at. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, Lauren. Uh, hope you're well. Um, how important is it to make sure that that gap at the bottom doesn't become any bigger between, obviously, yourselves and, and Brighton? You know, it's something that is important to us. So it's a, it's a huge game in terms of us and Brighton. Uh, the gap then between the, the rest, I think, is obviously not in our hands. So this is a, a big week for keeping that gap in touching distance or even closing it. Um, and it would just put pressure on on the rest of the, the season even more if, if we don't manage to do that or, or it keeps it kind of equal if it was a draw. So yeah, we, we absolutely want to go, go all out, but there's 11 players stopping us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just want to quickly touch on, on Fernie because you mentioned her in that sort of injury update and just wondered how um, how difficult a period it's, it's been for her because she's had quite a lot of injury setbacks over the last um, kind of year or two. Um, so I'd imagine she's kind of chomping at the bit and and yeah, she's probably pretty desperate to get back. Yeah, you, you've hit the nail on the head there. Um, it's, it has been tough for her to be, you know, watching from the side, uh, not really out on the pitch because she's been doing a lot of work in the gym and, and, and rehab. So we, we haven't seen loads of her in and around the, the pitch. And I know that that's where she thrives and that's what she enjoys. So we've been supporting her around those type of things. She's been um, working with our academy as well, doing some coaching to kind of keep her focused in terms of that. Um, but... Yeah, she is chomping at the bit. You know, she just wants to to get back on that pitch and be with the team. And her energy for that is is unbelievable. Um, she's she's certainly someone that we've been missed. You know, since since she got that injury, we, you know, we've seen what she she did for us at the start of the season. And you know, we can't wait to get her back on the pitch with us. But um, yeah, it has been tough for her. That's 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 fair to say. And hopefully, when we we get her back, we get that uh, Fernie magic back as well. Yeah, fingers crossed. And just finally for me, just um just a word on Naomi because she's had such a fantastic week with with the England setup and um I was out in Spain chatting to her last week and you could see that she was just buzzing from from obviously the, the call up to, to senior training. So I just wondered, you know, especially as club managers, um, you know, we talk a lot about the international break maybe being a hindrance, but could it be a really, really good thing for Naomi to come back and have such momentum and have such confidence from from such a successful international week? Yeah, you know, it's so good for her. Having seen her journey over the last few years um, and her building confidence to then get a reward like that, I think is unbelievable. I'm, I'm extremely proud of her attitude and, and that she deserves it. So when we found out that, you know, the whole staff room were, were you know, kind of cheering, going, yes, no, I, uh, just so pleased for her. 
Um, and yeah, I guess I hope that brings her back with a with a huge drive to make sure that it's not just a a one off or the next time there's an opportunity she she slides into that team as well. And I'm sure having having known her for a few years, that is absolutely her dream. It always has been. So um, she'll work hard to get to that point. But the international break has been a really positive one for the players, even though I haven't seen them yet. You know, we've had that situation. Um, Amelie got her first call up for a long time, you know, just literally a couple of days before we went, we went away. So uh, before it, it broke up. So I think there's been a few real, real good news stories for the team. And hopefully that gives a, a freshness and a, and a, a new push because um, I mean, it's the dream, isn't it? To be able to represent your country and, and be playing at the top level in your club week in, week out. So if they're doing that, then, you know, hopefully we've got some happy players coming back. Absolutely. Thanks, Lauren. All the best this weekend. Thank you. Hi, Lauren. Um, you touched on that cross, that late goal against Brighton last time out. Um, Brighton score uh, a large proportion of their goals in the final 10 minutes. How important is it, you know, to be switched on in those final moments, but also across, I guess, the whole game? Yeah. Uh, well, we've had the lesson in that. So, you know, I don't, I don't think we need the stats to figure out how, how that felt. Um, you know, it's something we look at across all the teams. But there's been key moments that we've we've formed well, we've not performed across the season. And I think we're getting towards a, a better 90 minutes now. But we are still lacking. I think we look at the Leicester game, there's been some huge moments of, of lack of focus and lack of doing anything around our defensive game to prevent goals. So I think... I think that was a a real hit to our performance because um, you look at the other teams we've played, the bigger teams as well, we haven't performed defensively that bad. So it has to be a an absolute package it away. I understand what we've did, package it, package it away for the Leicester game to make sure that that doesn't happen against Brighton. And, you know, that the lesson from Brighton is that fact that nobody was giving up in that game. It was It was end-to-end. It was crazy the last 10, 15 minutes really. And it felt like it flew by when I looked, watched it back after. I think there was 18 minutes between goals uh, that changed the game, but it felt like three. So I think that, that was huge for that game. It was it was emotional and it was um, highly stressful. So yeah, I think it's about keeping our focus, our game plan at the forefront and making sure that we, we do everything we possibly can. In terms of preparation, playing a team that wants to stay above that relegation zone, does it make it a little bit harder in terms of preparation? You know, it, it, it's like an extra edge, I suppose, both teams fighting. Yeah, both fighting, but I guess there, there's a safety element that they've almost got because they've got a few points on us. So they know that it's not the end of it if if they um, if they lose. So I guess there, there might be a little bit more confidence in terms of what it looks like e- either way that the outcome goes. Um, but so certainly, as we've said for the last few games and the ones going into it, we're fighting for our lives now. So it doesn't matter um, what that looks like and and who gets it. You know, if it has to look horrible at times, if it needs to look a particular way, then it will because it's you know it's what we have to do. Great, thank you. Best of luck. Cheers. Over to you now, Liberty. Hello. Sorry, I got a bit lost um, in the order. Um, um, I don't actually think I have anything that hasn't been already been asked, unfortunately. Um, so we can just move on. No worries at all. We'll come to you then, Dan. 
Morning, Lauren. Hope you're well. Um, obviously, the vast majority of your games now are left at home. So, you know, I suppose, how, how big a role can the supporters play in kind of hopefully trying to get you back over the line and, you know, get some points on the board? Our fans have been unbelievable across the whole season and I love going and playing at Ashton Gate and knowing it's a home game because we get to see them in their thousands and I think the noise, the roars that we hear during, you know, scoring goals, defending goals and before and after, I think it is incredible and I think it's something special about the club. So, um, yeah, I really enjoy home games and I'm glad that we've got a fair few left because I want to repay the the fans. We want to repay the fans with some points. Um as well as performances, and hopefully Sunday gives us that opportunity to do so. I just want to ask about you as a manager, really, because obviously the last two seasons you've been, I suppose, trying to motivate a team that have been challenging for titles, and now you're in a position where you know you're trying to motivate a team that are battling to stay up. So, what what are the differences, I suppose, in in the messages that you have to give, and kind of, you know, kind of kind of your management style does it change in the way that you know you you ha you've got a different target this season to what you've had in the last two years yeah i was thinking about this actually over the weekend when we had a few days off but um it's it's actually not that different between this you know a relegation conversation or whatever we're doing right now and also last year when we were the best team we were winning we were the top of the league for most of the season. When it got to this point in the season, actually the pressure was huge last year. Like it was really, really tough at times to be able to um to to push the team forward. I don't feel like it um it has changed that much from the outcome that we want. You know, we're fighting regardless of what it looks like. We're being chased whatever it looks like. You know, we we're the team that everyone has to beat and that that was the same from both years. So actually that stuff and the pressure is very, very similar. Um, the, the biggest difference is I think, you know, is everybody loves each other when it, when you win in, it's a lot easier to walk in with a smile on your face. Um, so when you're not getting results, you're not winning, that's the biggest motivator. We have to make sure that players understand how valued they are, how good they are, um, what they can bring to the team. And and those are the differences, I think, between last year and this this year. Last year it was um it was more about just keeping our focus and making sure that nothing kind of rattled that. But we're looking to find ways of rattling others, I guess now. That's brilliant. Thanks, Lauren. Best of luck for the weekend. Cheers.